So this is kind of tonight's going to be kind of a, a group discussion, so to speak. Um, you know, I, I've had to put off the, uh, the last two therapy sessions. So I figure why not let's kind of combine it and, um, you know, we can talk about how our jobs are treating us, but, you know, having said that there's things we always have to go over. And the very first thing, especially, especially since he sacrificed a small child to be here, we got to talk about our sponsor, the serving times. As if customer service wasn't ridiculous enough, the link's right there on the screen. The link is also in the description of the video. Please go check his stuff out. I know his writing room was on his ass today for being lazy. So um, the kitties are going to make sure there's going to be hot new content coming soon. So go check his stuff out. Bookmark his page. You know, spread it far and wide. It is great stuff, and it sure as fuck is better than anything you'll read in fucking Insider. So I'm going to, there, I said it. Also, too, if you do like remotely anything that we do, please subscribe to the channel. We're at 362 subscribers at this point. Make sure, even if you're using another platform, if you later on can check out our link tree, which is right below my picture, go to the video and hit a like on it and whatnot because it helps get, you know, it circulated. I will tell you that the last episode dropped like a brick. It's sitting... It's probably the lowest viewed episode we've had in a very long time. It's like sitting at 24 views or whatnot. And like I said, I don't really care. But, you know, the last one was like 197, the one before that. Um, so I guess people didn't want to talk about lean payroll. I guess it was. What's up, Erica? Good to see you. Um, also, too, there's a printable retail war zone business card. The link is in the description to the video. Uh, Erica, thank you. And justice for Evan for that post that you did showing this. I appreciate it. Like I said, you know, I really would like this year to be the year of outreach. Um, it, it's real simple. Print it out. Cut it to whatever shape you want to. Po put it wherever. I would like to see pictures of what you're doing with it. You can block out your face or whatnot. You know, we, we will not put any personal details out there that will expose you. So that's, you know, it, it just really be kind of cool to see where it's at, you know, but thank you guys for doing that. And thank you guys for spreading the word. So, um, yes, Adria says hit that like button on YouTube and I always love when Erica pops up, she's throwing up the horns. That's great. Um, you know, it's a metal thing. Yeah. Or a rock and roll thing, if you want to call it that, but Irish, how are you? All good. Still here. Still working. Amen. So, having said that, let's get into some headlines for tonight before we get into the meat and potatoes. All right. So, retail sales dip 0.4% in February after buying burst in January. I mean, that, that was bound to happen. You know, um, the inflation on everything is, is getting ridiculous, and it, it's just harder and harder to justify a lot of purchases out there. Um, the next one, which is you know, scary. Uh, retail egg prices fell in February, but the price stop might not last very long. So, you know, I don't understand that. You know, if the egg prices went up and then they go back down, why are, why are they going to go back up again? You know, if that was the case, they shouldn't have came down. So I, I don't know. Maybe they're just trying to boost sales. Um, and in another episode of the customer is always right, and we're going to kiss their asses. Uh, retail CEOs want their loyal consumers back, reflecting on their Q4 earnings. So, God, all you guys be wary. That's a big red flag. We're getting ready to go back to the customer is always right and, and kissing their ass and give them whatever they want. Um, this was a good one. Retail employees cite gender, racial, and age pay gap problems. You know, that's something that's become more prevalent over the past two years, especially with some states passing legislation where you have to be transparent about your pay um, scales for different positions. Um, you know, Hero, we were at lunch today and she was telling me about an individual who saw her company had posted a job that was um, paying more than what she was making and it was the exact same job. So, yeah, that, that stuff's important. Now, the next headline is something that is extremely frightening. Respiratory illnesses are up 96% in retail since 2021. 
I think we all know why that is. But as the Kermit meme says, that's none of my business. Um, and this one I had posted on Twitter and it got a lot of traction. Why are more retail workers quitting their jobs? They go through a lot of shit on it. And that's great. But like I said in my tweet, we're just sick of the bullshit. And then, you know, blame tag likes to take credit for predicting the future. And he's done a really good job of it. But last stream, I talked about how Sarah Huckabee Sanders in Arkansas had rolled back the child labor protections, right? Well, this headline right here, uh, Walmart has designed inclusive uniforms for workers ranging from a woman's cut vest to a hard of hearing or deaf vest. But the picture that accompanies the article is a person of quote unquote small stature or child size. Do with that what you will. Um, H&M retail workers do manual labor, need weekly pay. Suit says brief there what that is is because what they do is considered manual labor in the state that they are suing they're required to get paid weekly not bi-weekly so they've sued to do that uh apple joins the cost-cutting club but unlike other tech giants is limiting hiring rather than resorting to layoffs so they're not laying off anybody that's great but they're doubling the workload on their employees typical shit um, retail jobs fell by 14,000 in the Christmas quarter, BRC analysis suggests. That's kind of impressive, and that says a lot of people have just decided they're sick of it because, you know, that's the roughest part of the year. And 14,000 people decided they weren't playing that game. Next headline, Nordstrom will cut about 2,500 jobs as it shutters its Canada business. Here are the other major retailers that have laid off workers in 2023. It's coming, guys. Retailers are going to start laying people off. The inflation's too high. People are spending less, especially in specialty shops and things like that. People are going to lose their jobs. And then, Erica, glad you're here. Kroger's new payroll system resulted in workers receiving less pay than owed or no paycheck at all, according to four lawsuits filed against the grocery chain. And then in another episode of They're Coming to Take Your Jobs, BJ's to roll out inventory robots chain-wide. So there's our headlines for the evening, everyone. So let's take a look at the chat real quick. Um, once again, like Adria said, hit the like button. Um, Mad Dog says, I'm trying to figure out a way to put them in people's stuff at our corporate meeting, like 600 plus people. That would be, that would be fucking awesome. Uh, Blame Tech says, I need to find a printer. I was at the store the other day and wish I had one. You know, what's crazy is really and truly you can go to like Walmart and buy a printer cheaper than you can buy ink refills. It's almost gotten to the point that you just might as well buy a new printer before you buy ink cartridges. Take the old printer, throw it away, buy a new one, run it till it's done, throw it away, buy a new one. Because the cartridges are fucking obscenely ridiculous. Um, Let's see. Mel says, go to the library. Yeah, that's you know, that's normally if it's like a county library or whatever, that's tax funded. That's your tax dollars at work. Go use that to print out retail wars on cards. Um, Alex says, what is it you said on the last one? An egg is still just an egg. Damn right. It is. Um, hybrid says they actually reported that eggs went up in price for greed. Only 6% of chickens died over the past year, but hens laid more eggs somehow. Okay. Um, TM Lynn says retail pay gaps. Don't those pay gaps exist everywhere? Yes, they do. Um, Blame Tag says, I went on Reddit and Facebook and said chickens were going extinct and everyone called me an idiot. Well, if the bird flu keeps running through and we keep culling all of them, it's possible. Um, I guess we're going to have to eat quail eggs or some shit. I don't know. I'm real sketchy about that. Uh, I'm, I'm, sure they're fi- I'm sure they're tasty. I don't know, but I'm, I'm not going to commit to that. Um, Hero says, so Walmart is rolling out a youth line of clothing for its employee inclusion program. That is, that might be the post of the fucking day. So having said that, it is now time for the Irish Connections Fact of the Week. Sir? All right. Well, rather appropriately, it was a nice segue. Uh, Tonight is from a country that no longer exists. Uh, In 1839, Prussia was the first country to pass laws restricting child labor laws or child labor in factories. The more you know. So, yeah. All right, so there's not like any kind of topical stuff here. 
Um, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and go over the question of the week since it is vital to this conversation instead of doing it at the end. <laughs> TM Lynn says silent childing. Ooh. Oh, blame tag. Write that down because TM Lens has the next insider headline right there. Somebody needs to copyright that shit real fast. But anyway, so let's look at the question of the week. What's been your biggest challenge with your job so far in 2023? Hell yeah, Holly says, delegating tasks to team members who will do the bare minimum. Yep, I understand that perfectly. Jeff Benzos, Tiny Tony, says, I can't say or I would get sued into oblivion, but let's just say morale is real low, okay? And then I, I love this, this handle, this hoe right here. The expectation that we continue providing high-quality service and outcomes during rapid growth and expansion without additional infrastructure and resources. This isn't new in 2023, just more of the same, but with a cumulative effect over the past two to three years. And then Mad Dog, here's your contribution. Welcome to the Twitterverse. Um, it took you long enough to get here. Um, lack of understanding and empathy from executives that have never worked in a store before. I have been doing the job of three managers since December. It sucks donkey balls. Yes. Adria says scheduling problems slash doing the job of two people. Uh, Sam Henley, the fact that they're cutting hours, demanding more work efficiency, and want us to plan our vacation weeks at the beginning of the year. I mean, like, who planned? Look, I don't know about you guys. I don't think I've ever planned a vacation that far out in advance, and that's bullshit. And then our good friend Blame Tag. Management heaping on more tasks on top of our already heavy workload. Managers keep making decisions that complicate our jobs. And the messaging is, quote, unquote, this is just how we do things now, which is honestly uncharacteristic of how our management's been in the past. It all comes from the GM pushing us to be number one in the country with no regard for the daily lives of the people who actually make something like that happen. Also, 3% raises all around last year when prices went up an average of 10%. And continue going up. Pathetic. And then we have cranky, hour cuts, and low morale because of it. Certain employees are calling out more. Also, new management's toxic positivity. Toxic positivity sucks. Uh, Mel, bless your heart. Good luck. I, I hope you find one. Um, hers is not having a job. And then TM Lens, payroll and sales budgets that no one from the district manager down knows where they came from. That said, I have an amazing team, and we are crushing it so far. Now, I'm going to go uh, over here to my other screen, and I'm going to look because there were some responses that came in afterwards, and I want to make sure that we get them in here. Um, let's see. Look at this. I believe it was Karen Harrison. Yes, Karen. Um, staying motivated at a job I like. That is sad. I like my coworkers. I like my boss. And yet I struggle to stay motivated. Maybe spring will help the blahs. And then Foolish Ban said, my employer's employee retainment policy is apparently all. You don't want to shake down your family and friends to make us more money? We'll just lean on the government to bring in more immigrants with no attachment to community to shake down your family and friends. Bye. <laughs> So, yeah, so that's where we're sitting. I also, too, I had got an email, and I haven't responded yet to her um, from Ann. Um, I don't remember her handle right offhand, talking about, you know, the audience that we have. And, um, you know, her, and, and she's, she's right. I mean, it's older females that she's talking about. Um, you know, she listens to the podcast regularly. She enjoys it. Um, she had a lot of good things to say. Um, but I wanted to ask, you know, kind of what age range people fall into. And at the time of this post, um, 18 to 25-year-olds made up 4.8%. And then 25 to 35 was 33.3%. 35 to 45, 47.6. And then 46 plus was 14.3. Now, I'm currently looking at the newest results which 18 to 25 is 3.8 percent 25 to 35 is 30.8 35 to 45 is 46.2 and 46 plus is 19.2 
So I want to thank you guys for participating in that because I think it's kind of key to kind of figure out who we're talking to on the average. I mean, everybody's included here. Nobody's being left behind or left out. But it kind of gives us an idea of the kind of people we're dealing with. And when you start looking at that 35 to 45 range, you're probably looking at old school, long-term retail employees. Would you agree, Irish? Yeah, I think there's that's... And I, I, that's exactly, I would have kind of guessed almost that, like that, that's exactly what I would have expected. Like, you know, this, uh, the people that listen to this type of thing are, are the ones that have just are at the, at, at the end of the road, like just looking back on what the hell, you know, they're, they're, um, the, the, yeah, the, that audience kind of makes sense. You know, I mean, uh, most of us are, are in retail a long time. That's why you would listen to something like this. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we've seen it all. Like we've been through a couple of recessions. We've been through, uh, ups and downs and God, you know, so it would be kind of difficult to have that sort of, uh, that, uh, you know, that, that resume at, at like, you know, 18 to 25, but some of them might be joining in early and kind of seeing the light before we did. You know, you, you bring up a good point. You know, if you come into something like this and, and you go back and watch the catalog of everything we've done, because, I mean, God, guys, we're coming up on three years of doing this. There's a lot of content there, and there's a lot of input from a lot of well-spoken, well-intended people, you know, talking about this industry. It is, it could be a primer for younger folks to kind of be like, well, God, all these people, just, no, this is not the business for me. You know, you start seeing things where, like, you know, retail hiring is down. You never know what's causing that. But I think the general consensus out there is, and, and I really think it comes back to the whole essential thing. I think as, as quickly as that got turned and we were no longer essential and we were expendable, I think that sent a huge message to the younger workforce that, that if, if, you know, the younger generation is more technologically savvy. You know, they're on TikTok, they're on Instagram, you know, there's a reason why they call people influencers, which I hate that term. And I think it's fucking stupid. That's not a career. That's that anyway, but they're, they're hanging, you know, their future on the words these people say. So yeah, it's very possible that social media is curtailing them for getting into the retail workforce. And you know what, if they're better for it, good for them, right? They don't want to turn out like some of us where we're, you know, as someone in my past said, bitter, cynical, and jaded, you know, it's, it's, um, you know, it's a, it's a rough business. I mean, it really is. And, uh, Alex says, looking back at my time in food, retail, and customer service, what did I do with that 15 years of my life? Yeah. <laughs> what you did is, is wasted. And, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, retail can, you know, when you get into management, it could give you a good paycheck. It's never going to be what you're worth. And it's, it's never going to be worth what the workload you do is. But what happens is, is you do like me, you, your wheels finally spin. You lose all the tread on your tires. You skid into the pit and you're like, you know what? I don't want to race anymore. Don't worry about changing the tires. I'm out. And that's what's happening to a lot of people because it, it's just too much. I mean, I value my personal time. I value the fact these days that I don't get phone calls. I mean, <coughs> don't get me wrong. I had text messages and stuff, but but it's, it's minor things. It's like a question, where's such and such? You know, it's not like the world's falling apart. We need you to fix everything right now. And that's great. It really is. But, you know, I, th I think the younger generation is getting wise due to a lot of things. You know, I mean, there's so much information available at your fingertips and you'll see more, you know, 18 to 25 year olds with their face in a, a screen than you will a lot of older folks. They're just constantly, they're like a sponge for information. So maybe they're the ones who break the cycle. Maybe they're the ones who kill the industry. I don't know. But, uh, looking real quick, uh, Mel says it's young, but in terms of working in retail, it isn't. I'm cough, cough. I've already been in retail 20 years. Yeah. Look, I'm telling you, 10 years in retail feels like 50. Just saying. Uh, Alex no, says, like, I, yeah, yeah, Alex says, I was in management. The work did not equal pay. It never does. Hybrid says it never does as well. Correct. Hero says, the wall is crying because it's raining. Come back with a boat call. Yeah. 
Um, TM Lynn says, I am lucky with where I am in management. Hopefully it stays that way. Hey, look, and that's the thing. There are unicorn situations out there. It does happen. It happened to me a couple of times. You know, when I worked for Jesus's craft store, my first store that I ran was a unicorn store. I had, I had assembled basically like the retail fucking Avengers best staff to this day I have ever had. Everything became instinctual. Everything was clean. Everything was done the way it was supposed to be with very little interaction from me. I had, it, it does happen. And when you do have it, it's amazing. It really is. But man, that's few and far between. So Irish, what do you have to say, sir? Uh, just, just going back to what you're saying there, but the, like, you know, the, the, the younger people, um, you know, the, in, in a way, this is kind of like, you know, discovering a second youth. It's just like, you know, like, you know, it, there, there's something kind of, um, you get a sense of relief when you actually find a community like this that kind of, you know, agrees uh, with you. The, on, I think some of the reason why the, the, the it skews to the old generation here is, is because, you know, we, we're the ones that kind of got stuck, you know, as uh, when, like, we all kind of know, like, when you've been in it long enough, your resume reads, you know, retail for two decades. It's very difficult to change industries. Like your 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 resume just gets ignored. So, but it's uh, it's it's just it's 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 kind of um, it's it's a great community. Like for for realizing, you know, we're not we're not just nuts. Uh, but now there there are some. I'm enjoying kind of a. This week, I was listening to to the radio while I was in work, and there were some agony aunt on that uh, she she ran some store in in dublin she's complained about how she uh, she couldn't get anyone to to work the sandwich counter you know it's like you know we have to pay these people more than minimum wage and you know it's putting pressure on payroll we have to increase prices and i'm sitting there thinking good that's exactly what this should be happening like you know the youth are actually weighing up like unlike we did i think we were programmed uh, you know our our upbringing was like you go get a job and you just suffer basically you just yes. you know you're there to learn and you're there to you know, yes sir no sir and uh and you just you basically just get punished for the first few years of a job just to get something on a resume and the youth today are just going fuck that you know i'm yeah. not you know i'm not like you know uh you know engaging in slave labor just so i can say i cut you know cut up some lettuce on the sandwich counter like you know um so it's it, it, there's a couple of news stories that, that that are kind of presented in a way that sound troubling you know to the business community and i'm sitting back going this is great this is exactly what should be happening you're right you're right and and you know to that point i mean i look at like my life now okay look i'm not bragging or anything but you know hero finally convinced me to grow my hair right I have this fucking bushy ass mane that when I'm at work, I wear it through a ponytail on the back of my hat. This hair has nothing to do with a job I can do, but if I walk into an interview to be a store manager with this shit, they're going to be like, bye, see you. <laughs> and, and, and that's the kind of thing that we deal with. You know, you, you lose freedoms of yourself when you take these jobs. You have to look a certain way. You have to yeah. dress a certain way or whatnot. This this hair has nothing to do with how I run a business, right? It, it, no, this hat. I mean, why cannot somebody have this hair and this hat and go work? It, it's fucking insane. Erica says, I'd hire you. Damn right, I'd hire you too. Um, but looking at the chat real quick, um, let's see. Uh, Alex said, I will say that I have worked for folks, both young and old that were made for retail. They loved it. They were good at it. And they made all of our lives so much easier. There, there are those people. I was one of those people until I wasn't. That's the thing. You've got managers that make life good for people, but you don't understand how much shit they're going through at that point in time. And eventually, boom, you hit the wall. Um, Erica said earlier, I hardly ever see kids working in grocery retail anymore. Actually, I don't see many kids working in general. When I started at Kroger at 15 to 16 years old, it looked a lot different. It was a go-to job for high schoolers. If you didn't want to work fast food. Now <coughs> I will say in my area, that's not the case because where I work, it's a small town. And that is a first job for a lot of high school kids. It really is. So we, we have kids, um, and and look, I'm I'm not going to lie. I mean, there are lazy kids, 
but there's also lazy adults. So I, I don't get in this whole generational nobody wants to work these kids are lazy because there's lazy at every age group. It 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 just doesn't matter. But for a lot of boomers and whatnot, they won't depend on the younger folk. And there again, if the kids come in lazy, they were taught to be lazy. So it's not like they just picked that up, right? And um, so in my area where I'm at in the southeast, Erica, you will see a lot of kids in the grocery business still to this day, especially locally. Um, Blame Tank says, oh, I love you, Blame Tank. Long-haired, freaky people need not apply. Great song. <laughs> Good song. Um, TM Lynn says, I've got shaved head, beard, and tattoos. Hey, props to you for getting a job with tattoos. We've had that conversation. Alex says, I had a friend who worked for Disney. The protocols for what they could and could not wear and could and could not like was several pages long. Yeah. It's all about image. Uh, Hero says, unfortunately, I'm seeing a lot of older people in retail so they can have a second job at night when you have folks working extra just to afford to live and constantly saying people don't want to work you should be ashamed she brings up a really good point the united states has been bragging for months now about how many more jobs are being created that's great you know why because people are having to work two or three fucking jobs to fucking live they're looking at paycheck numbers or looking at payroll numbers. They're not looking at this social security numbers working four fucking jobs to live. There's like, hey, look, there's all these people working. Because you fucking have to go eggs cost about the price of a fucking Learjet at this point. It, it's it, it's so skewed. I mean, you can take any statistic and make it sound positive. But if you really break it down, I mean, how many people in these new jobs created are working multiple jobs because nobody's reined in inflation. Nobody has put the hammer down on these companies for increasing their prices, which is bullshit. At this point in the game, this shit's fucking price gouging, and you cannot convince me otherwise. Like I said, Alex, an egg's an egg. So, um, Hybrid says, I see nothing but kids in grocery. Cool. Um, Blame Tech says, I've been lazy at every age group I've been part of. Hey, but at least you're consistent, my man. It takes a lot of energy to write the stellar things you write. So you were just actually preparing yourself. So you're good. You get a pass. Uh, Erica says, do not feed the long-haired freaky people. Okay, I'm going to starve. No, I'm not because after the stream I have steaks ready to cook. Um, Alex says, here in Chicago, um, oh, wow, the, the, the chat just blew up. Um Where'd it go? I can't see now. Here in Chicago, I see a pretty equal mix of age groups in grocery stores and mostly kids in food service. Uh, Adria says, everyone in my department except one person is over 50. Well, yeah. I mean, God, I mean, think about what Social Security benefits and, and all this stuff when you get old. It's all going to be gone for like me. I'm going to work till I die. Iris, you probably are too. I mean, let, yep, let's, I'm let, nearly there. Yep. So that's just how it is. Um, and Erica says, brings up a good point. Jobs created is one thing. Let's talk about retention. Yeah, they don't want to talk about that number. You're right. The, the brilliant point right there, Erica. Um, TM Lynn says, stock prices are the only thing that matters. We talked about that a few weeks ago. That's correct. You are 100% correct. It's all about the stock prices. The employment numbers feed the industry, and that industry feeds the stock market. I, I wish Fight Club was real and... One day we'd wake up and we'd see like all the buildings on Wall Street just everybody lose everything. Come do what we have to do. Guess what? All those day traders, all those people there on Wall Street floor, you know, doing man, y'all wouldn't survive thirty seconds with a Karen at the grocery store. Um, Hero says there's a coworker has four total. Oh wow, I have to talk to you about that. Uh, Mel says seems like around here it's a lot of teens and young adults at grocery stores like uh, HEB and Brookshire Brothers, but other places mostly older folk. Um, Alex says retention is a myth at this point. Almost all service jobs are revolving doors now. You are correct. Proto Rage, welcome. Been a minute. I know you got your own thing going on over there on Twitch and whatnot. I'm sorry I haven't been in there, but you know we all got shit going on. But welcome. He says hell, the cost of struggle meals now is too much, or means too much. Um, Alex says, I have given up on the notion of retirement. 
I, like I said, I'm going to work till I die. I, I'm, I'm already, I'm already there. And I, I, I know that's what's going to happen. I'm going to be, I'm going to die pulling a pallet off a truck or some shit. It's just going to happen. It's just the natural way of things to be. It's the circle of life, the circle of retail life. Um, TM Lynn says, my kids are my retirement plan. I got one kid. If he does what he says he's going to do. Yeah, we, we, we going to be set, but we'll see. Um, uh, here it says the retail war zone does not condone acts of violence. Well, uh, anyway, um, Erica says we need more grocery co-ops. Your grocery co-ops are good. Yeah. And then proto rage says it's no problem. I still love y'all. We love you too. So Irish, your turn. Oh, sorry. I was muted. Uh, the chat really blew up there. Um, it did. And that's what makes it great. Yeah, that's, that's good stuff. Uh, well, you asked at the top of this episode, like, you know, um, uh, you, you know, you know what, what has been frustrating for you this year. I think uh, a couple of people commented it's kind of it's more of the same, like, you know, the, for like, uh, you know, one of the interesting comments, uh, you, you know, what mentioned was, um, you know, that they they worked with people with managers who were made for retail and, and like one thing I've noticed over the years is that th- those guys are getting weeded out. You know, the ones that have a natural flair for retail and, and for, for building a strong team and, and keeping the morale high um, are just being kind of uh, berated out the door with, you know, bureaucratic nonsense and, and rule books. And, 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 and they just kind of want everyone to be, all the managers to be drones and every store to look the same. And there's no real, I don't know, kind of organic uh, flair left in stores. And, and that's, that leads me to kind of like what I was what my frustration is, I don't think in, in my current job is that they, they have kind of realized that the world has changed fundamentally in the last couple of years, ever since mm-hmm. the pandemic, um, ever like, like they're, they, 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 the pandemic was viewed by them as an interruption to normal business trading. And as soon as we came back, uh, it was exactly the same kind of, uh, philosophy was there and exactly the same kind of uh, techniques and everything. And, you know, they, and they don't seem to understand like, Things are no longer the same. Even footfall mm. is different. Like we, we had people during the pandemic that went online shopping that would never have gone online. You know, people who would have been in the 50 plus age range who just were were used to kind of like, you know, then we've had the kind of growth of like the cashless society and all that. Things are changing rapidly and they're not keeping up um, with some of it. And especially when it comes to staffing, big, big problem with staffing. It's like, you know, like I, I think half of the comments there mentioned morale, you know, and it, you know, morale is there's a lot of things that go into morale, but like corporate offices everywhere in retail, in my opinion, haven't really copped on. You know, the retention rate is near zero. Well, they don't um, care. Yeah. Oh, oh, like the chances of someone getting their first job in a grocery store and staying there for more than two years is pretty low. You know, it's very, very slim. Um, and and you're right. They don't care. And this is this is this is the thing is, you know, they, they, they design these like, you know, HR manuals and training sessions and kind of like they, they even in their when they're advertising that they're recruiting, like, you know, it, it, they, they put on this show and they make it appear as if, you know, it, it's a it's a place you'd like to work for a long time or that they have all these perks and benefits, perhaps. But you know, the reality is, is that they're hemorrhaging workers and they haven't sat down and said, why? Instead, a lot of them are just going, OK, that's the new normal. So we'll just keep, like someone said, they're like a revolving door. Every time someone leaves, someone else comes in and and then they never get really used to the store. They're never a familiar face. And then things like, you know, your customer service, you know, starts lagging behind because, you know, there are things you need to be in the store for at least 12 months to experience the four seasons, you know. And, right. um, you know, so if if 90 percent of your staff, you know, at Christmas time haven't been there the Christmas beforehand, that's a problem, you know. Yeah. And so on and so on. So my, my, you know, my thing in 2023 so far is that, in my opinion, so far, corporate haven't woken up to the fact that we live in a different world now. Yeah. And now one thing that came in through the chat, TM Lynn says their DM thinks 50% retention is realistic. No, the fuck it's not. Over what time all. frame? A week? Yeah, I don't know. And Blank Tank says I'd tell him to retain 50% of my balls. Yeah. Um, and then Alex says they don't care nor they want to quote unquote learn. 
They've never been on the sales floor. They don't know what stores really run like when they're not there. Hero said, I feel like they for years have been wanting to rock tumble their employees to make them uniform cogs in their machine. And recently they're trying to do the same with management to make them tossable once they find someone newer and more gullible and also willing to take less pay. Just by the way. (coughs) Red scarf. I may have heard something about that. That's awful. Um, but here's the thing, and I'm going to say this again. All right. Every store, I don't care what the company's mission is. I don't care what their mission statement is plastered on the wall in their corporate office. I don't care what the CEO says, anything. Every store is its own little ecosystem and it is separate from all the values that the companies put out there. You have upper level management that are like dams. You know, they block the things that are important to know from upper management, okay? And and, th- and this is a real thing. I mean, we all know it. You've been, if you've been in this business forever, you know this. Like HR, for instance, HR is not your friend. You have to be very careful how you deal with HR because they could wind up fucking you. You, you have to ask questions like, am I anonymous? You have to ask questions like, are you going to contact my manager? Even before you spill whatever you're wanting to spill. And you need to get these conversations on record, okay? But when each store has its own little ecosystem, manager A at store here is going to be different than manager B. Manager A is going to have things that they're going to turn their head to Manager B is going to be like, oh, fuck, no, not on my watch. And that's really where the problem comes in this entire industry is there's no consistency with that. You know, you've got CEOs that may be great people, great people, and they may have an absolute true vision of what they want their stores to be, but there's a chain of command that blocks the information from them to let them know how shitty it is at store level. You have, you know, in every store everywhere, you have people in power that think they're more important than they are. You have people in power who think that their way is the right way and it it could be 110% the wrong way. You have people in power that treat people like absolute garbage But if the ecosystem doesn't support the fact that somebody's going to take those complaints and fix them, there's why you have your turnover. You you have people that leave jobs that are good. You have people that come in and they do their best. Nobody says you got to be like the best cashier or the best, you know, merchandiser or the best stocker or whatnot. You know, those kind of jobs are at a premium right now, man. It's hard getting people that can even remotely do that. But you, when you have people not recognizing that not everybody walks in the door the same way. You know, yeah, sure, I can go to work. I've been doing this for 30 fucking years. And, yeah, I know how to do all this shit. That's great. But you got somebody who's only been in it a couple of years. They're not going to be as fast as you. They're not going to do it right. You know, you got to teach them. And the problem that I see with the retention that, you know, like Alex was talking about and what TM Limbs was talking about, retention don't mean shit if you don't treat your newcomers well. And if you don't treat them and teach them how to do it properly. There's too many old school managers out there who will give up on somebody because they're not plug and play without taking the time to teach them. I've seen this in so many different companies I've worked for. The amount of turnover you have because nobody took the time to train somebody properly. Right? Yeah, that that issue gets compounded as well when you're short-staffed because, like, a lot of managers will legitimately take the approach, uh, not legitimately, but they'll they'll take the approach of uh, let them sink or swim. You know, just throw them behind the cash desk and figure it the fuck out. If you don't figure it the fuck out, we'll get someone else to do it. 
Uh, and 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 that kind of compounds the issues you're talking about there is that you know people don't get proper training uh, because you're already understaffed and a manager doesn't have time because they're doing the job of three other people. Um, so so it it, it kind of just it, it's just this infinite loop. It goes back to like not being staffed adequately, you know. And it, it, and if they really are serious about like you know how they treat customers and customer service and all that sort of stuff, they they they, they have to go back to that and stop seeing you know uh, um, the in, like you. Always say it, it employees is a controllable expense. You yeah. know, yeah, yes, they're controllable expense, but a lot of other things are too. Uh, and you know, they, but they're not seen. They should be seen as an investment, investment in customer service, an investment in your 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 store being great. Uh, and and instead, they're just seen as a cost. You know, rather than an investment, it's just it's crazy. Yeah, I mean, and and that's something that has always bothered me is is something that you know. I'm about to go on a rant here. I'm sorry, everybody. I'll get to the chat here in just a second. All right. Everybody needs to know their role. Everybody needs to know where they are, and everybody needs to stay in their lane. Okay? We're surrounded by a lot of people every day. And all of us here in the chat, you, you guys can can understand what I'm about to say. You have people that have been allowed to feel like they are the heart and soul of an operation and it's not because they are all right it's just because nobody does anything about the stupid shit that they do and if there's anything that will kill fucking morale and drive turnover is lack of inaction over people behaving shittily you know where I come from, all right, I'll, I'll just use Jesus' craft. I'll use Hobby Lobby as an excuse, all right? So if I had went to any of my associates at Hobby Lobby and said, you know what, you need to speed up, you're not fast enough, and if you don't, I'm going to get rid of you, that would have been my ass. Because the first question would have been, have you trained them? Did you tell them explicitly what the expectations were, you know, and, and there's so much of that missing in the industry that we're in today. And part of that is because we have store managers who, who may be concerned. They're, they're just hiring and bringing people in, trying to make shit work. But man, if you don't take time with your people and you if you don't look in the mirror and kind of slow your roll a little bit and be like, Hey, Maybe this person isn't as bad as I think they are. Maybe, and, and there again, maybe I'm not as good as I think I am. Maybe things will be a little bit better. Sorry. I just felt the need to do that. I'm going in on chat now, Irish. Sorry. Um, <laughs> so um, Alex says, talking about cogs in the machine, there's a group here that owns four bars throughout the city. They had the gall to say any new employees would work all positions, all locations. Um, Resgarf said true. <laughs> um, Adria said bingo. All that blov- bloviating should be ignored. The workers in our store basically run our store and the manager are sometimes afraid of us. Yeah. Um, Proto says yes. I've asked HR that if I should puss out due to low blood sugar or the company be responsible. HR goes to me, not your friend. Uh, Mad Dog says, I'm frustrated with the amount of money the company is about to put out for a manager at a resort. Why give me payroll? Give me a little thank you for keeping this place from burning down. I don't want to go sit for three days with 600 other people. I want to do my laundry. I want to sleep. I want to handle my personal life. Yep. Um, TM Lens, my DM was just talking about how we are an organization with stores that actually can make decisions based on their stores different, being different. That's cool. Um, Blatex says, Alex, when I applied for AMC, they told me I'd have to work at whatever theater in the district. They just decided to schedule me, and I didn't even have a fucking car when I moved there. Wow. Adrian says, correct, and our management is usually afraid of us. All right. Uh, what else we got here? Uh, Hero says, true, when I did training for the district at Jesus' Craft Store slash Hobby Lobby, there were vast differences in teams, vibes, and management. Correct. Different ecosystem. Um, Blank Tech says, I didn't get the job probably because of the car thing. Not sorry to be out of that industry, though. Alex says, 
talking about stores being their own ecosystems. We had a music land and the Sam Goody. Wow, man, these are like some old names there, Alex. And yes, music land owned Sam Goody in our mall, and they often wanted to toss employees between stores, and they could. Yeah. Uh, Adria says, responding to TM Lens, true. We are like a pack of hyenas. If we see management treating coworkers poorly, we literally go over the person and back them up. Then the manager walks away sheepishly. So a lot of stuff. Adria said, good rant. Eric says, over the years, unions and their members have let their guards down to a degree as well. Workers have gotten so used to being beaten down, but we're gradually starting to see that tide shifting. She also said, I remember those days, Adria, on a personal level. Um, I still stand up to wrongdoing. Managers used to fear the union and they'd walk away in fear of you mentioning the big G word grievance. Yep. Uh, and Proto says you'd think damage control would involve any sort of lawsuits dealing with medical conditions. I've been yelled at my different manager because I need to step away and bring my blood sugar up because it was low and I was getting pale with shakes. Yeah, that's bullshit. I think, you know, one of the biggest things for me are these fuckers in these stores who think that, that, that the place would collapse without them. How many of you raise of hands in the chat, uh, press F in the chat. We'll just do F to pay respect. So speak. How many of you work with somebody who honestly, seriously believes and spouts off that if they or their partners were not there, the place would collapse. Just curious. You know, I knew hero. You would. How many of you deal with those fucking people? Uh, this this is a good one. Let's go. Y'all about to get me fired up. Let's go. Hybrid, uh-huh. 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 Let's go. I better see a bunch of fucking ass. Oh, yep. Okay. Irish, before I go off, I'm going to let you say whatever you need to say because I'm about to, to blow up. <laughs> uh, well, uh, Man, the chat's insane tonight. It's great. It's great. Um, all, all all I will say is that um, there's there's a thing that HR like to like like to quote every now and again called the Peter Principle. I'm not sure if you're familiar with it, but it's it's essentially you getting promoted to the point of incompetence. You know, you, you're you're a great cashier, you get supervisor. You're a good supervisor, you get manager. You're an okay manager, you get regional manager. At that point, you stop being good at your job and you no longer get promoted. And that's how you get a lot of people who are stuck being incompetent. And I think that also feeds into the, they never really solved that problem. It's going on for a long time, but uh, it, it, it feeds, uh, it feeds into a lot of this stuff we're, we're, we're talking about tonight. And it's not really talked about enough. I don't think of how people get stuck in their roles that they're no good at. Um, and, and I think they, a lot of the places they, they just let that lie. It's like the status quo incompetence is the new normal. And a lot of places I worked, Jesus, I mean, how how many in the chat have had have had managers? You wonder how the hell did they get that job? Right, you know that kind of thing. Okay, anyway, continue your answer. Yeah. So, for all of you that pressed F, or for those of you maybe silent and not pressing F, you can clip this if you're on Twitch. You can save this clip on YouTube. I don't care. This is what you need to tell them. You think you're so fucking important that the business will fall apart without you? Then leave. Because these businesses have been around longer than you've been here, and they're going to be there long after you're gone. Nobody's that fucking good. I'm sorry. If you've got people who think they do it all, or they're doing more than somebody else, or whatnot, um, sorry, mama didn't love you enough as a child because buddy, we're all just an employee number. They will replace us tomorrow if we die. And if you think you're really that fucking important to the machine that's running, boy, y'all got some problems, man. Cause everybody's replaceable. Everybody. And they'll find somebody else to do the job and won't care. So stop your diva bullshit. Stop acting like no one does anything else. Because guess what? There's people there to clean up your fucking mess when you're done. That's my rant. 
don't like it, come at me, bro. Don't fucking care. They ain't none of us here that fucking important to a business that they won't succeed without us. And if you think that, you're probably in the wrong fucking business, Chief. Continue. Uh, well, I think a lot of people found that out during the uh, layoffs in the in in the pandemic that they 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 weren't. But I mean, look, what's the old saying that the the graveyard is full of indispensable indispensable people? You know, yeah. it's just you, you, it, it's it's true. I've worked with people like that in the, in 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 the past, and it, it, there's a bravado and a, like that 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 they carry as well. It's very fucking irritating. You know that they, 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 there's there's a swagger to their work. They're just you know no one can do things as as well as they do them, and and that they're the ones that always stay late, and they're they run on on compliments from corporate, you know, and these they're just little lap dogs. Like oh you know, they, they, no, 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 no 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 I, I gotta stop you there. They're not running off of compliments from corporate. Trust me. Continue. <laughs> well, they're they're getting their ego stroke somewhere, and uh, and they they. They they just enjoy the like the image of being indispensable, and for the most part, I've taken advantage of people like that in the past. Like you know, it's going all right. You know, if you want to, you know, unload the truck by yourself, uh, I'm going on break still. You know, <laughs> kind of thing. You know, they they just they always want to be the hero. They always want to be the yeah. You know, they're just it's it's kind of pathetic. Like, and they last a surprisingly long time actually. Well, um, some do, some don't, yeah. and and I will equate it to being a musician. And, and, th and this is right. why I say that growing up, learning to play an instrument. All right. One of the, 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 the most profound things that was ever told to me was no matter how good you are, there's always somebody better, but no matter how bad you are, there's always somebody worse. And the big thing with that is no matter how good you think you are, there's someone better. And better encapsulates a lot of things in this business. More efficient, quicker, less time wasting, handle shit, get shit done. I hate those motherfuckers who act like the business will fall apart without them because they've got this self-centered, like, mental concept that they really do believe that they walked out the door, the place would collapse. And that is the dumbest, most short-sighted bullshit I've ever heard. Somebody didn't raise people right because guess what? We're all replaceable. The only thing you're not replaceable to is your family. That's it. Your turn. Absolutely, and like that, and that, that's something I think we all need to take on board too. With it, with every job, like, but you know, you know, I think we've spoken loads of times in retail how it just it consumes you. It takes over your. You, 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 your kind of um, your, your your free time, as you as, as you spoke about uh, tonight, that like you know you value your free time, and we kind of got trained out of that. Is that like you know you don't have free time, you're on call all the time, or that like you know you and, and even for entry level retail jobs, you're expected like oh your availability is twenty four seven three six five. Yep. You know, but we're only going to give you like fifteen hours a week or whenever it suits us, you know, like, but then you're, you're expected to never have plans. And, and you, you sometimes in, in some particularly egregious retailers, like if you, if you, know, if you dare to do something like, you know, plan a vacation for yourself, you know, they make, they, they make it problematic. You know, it's, it's, it, it's just a rescheduling jobs most of the yep. time, especially if you give enough notice, there's no problem at all, but they will make it, the biggest deal in the world they just deliberately make it a, a problem for no other reason than than to remind you that like you know you're the little bitch um and you know that's that's something i think i've learned in the last couple of years and 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 i should have learned a long time ago and i think is why that you know your your numbers for you know 18 to 25 year olds is partially explained why it's so, so low is because that generation knows better they've seen their parents do it they've seen older siblings do it and they don't get any payoff yes you know you're correct. you know and and i think that's that's a brilliant thing i'm i'm glad that 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 you, that the stats don't show that it's 50 percent people 18 to 25 yeah and i i want to throw out there you know hero just posted um and this makes a lot of sense that's why the quote unquote married to an unfaithful job quote of yours is so profound it's true and it makes you pause and say fuck mm. you know it is Absolutely. and but but you know the whole thing about this is you know 
whether I've been in training, whether I've worked in somebody else's store, you know, as a manager or whatnot, I, I'm going to go on record as saying that 90% of the people that come off of this whole, it wouldn't survive without me, wouldn't have made it working for me for more than 60 days. Because A, it's toxic. B, the ones that spout about how good they are are never that good to begin with. Push them out the fucking door. And, uh, I mean, that, that's that's been my thing. Because those kind of people that act like that cause problems in your store. Mm. You know, they're the ones, they're going to take zero accountability for everything. They're not going to train anybody for one thing. But they're going to blame somebody for doing a shitty job. They're going to talk about people that they're never around saying it's their fault for things. It, it's fuckers. It don't work that way. Some of us are smarter than the average bear. We know how the business works. Those people have no place in your business because what they're going to do is cause a toxicity that you need to exterminate. I don't understand why people just cannot do their job and go home. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's conditioning for some of them. Like so some of them get off on, on that, on that sort of image. Uh, and then like for, for me, I kind of, I, I don't think I ever believed that like, you know, the place would fall apart if I, if I wasn't there, but I did get into the, I was at the point where, you know, I, I was, I was pretty much on call all the time from from various jobs and I was covering every day off and I was staying longer on every shift and so on and but I I begrudged it as opposed to enjoyed it but those idiots enjoy it for some reason and you're right they cause serious problems they're toxic individuals yes um you know and and they 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 need to be weeded out because from I mean from a kind of a if you stand back you know, someone might think, oh, look, they're very enthusiastic about the business or their job or they're they're always putting in they're extra not. effort. It's they're me, me, me. Yeah, they're 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 prima donnas half the time. And they're, like they're and, you know, you know, they accountability is a big word they use there. Like that's that's something that they, they typically don't do. Um, but it, it just it just see the pe- people just get, get resentful to them. Like, you know, and, and it just everyone else gets fucking miserable and pissed off with, with characters like that around. And then morale goes down and morale was one of the key words that kept popping up there at the beginning of this show. When you ask people like, you know, how's 2023 going? Morale is fucked. No, I not. I don't know if it's because of people like that. I think it's for other reasons, but like right. they don't do anything good for morale. Is what I'm well, saying. Well, the one thing about those kind of people is it creates turnover. You get people that might be. I'm. I'm sorry. I don't care if you work at a craft store. Not everybody. People are just looking for jobs. They're not going to know about scrapbooking. They're looking to work. You get people that go work at like an office supply store. They don't know shit about that stuff. They're just looking to work. You get people come to a grocery store. They don't know how to stock. They're just looking to work. And the problem is you got people who are really legitimately there to try to make a little bit of money. And you push them out because you think you're God. And I really I really have a hard problem with that. I, I really do. And, you know, I have only been as successful as my team in the store was. Period. My people did the work. To make me successful. Part of that was training. Part of it was people I inherited. But, you know, it's funny. When I worked for a guitar center, the store manager I originally worked for made this one comment. And it stuck with me. From there on, no man left behind. You've taken the time to hire somebody and bring them on. You need to invest your time in them to help you out. But what happens is these people who think they're so fucking important and the world will collapse without them. It's a blame shifting thing. Oh, well that per- they just sucked. They, they weren't fast and they didn't do this. And they didn't do that. And every time you ask them, did you teach them? It's a blank fucking stare. And that's the problem. And when I talk about stores having an ecosystem that's different from the store down the road, that's also a, a an at-the-top problem. Somebody at the top should be like, why are we turning so many people on this position? 
something's not going on right. But, yeah, sometimes it doesn't happen. So it is what it is. But having said that, we're two minutes over an hour. Irish, thank you for making it with a time change. I forgot about it. I should have messaged you and said, hey, Irish, we have the time change. It's great. I have a habit of that. Yeah. yeah um, I want to thank everybody in the chat. Uh, the audio for this will be up later. I will be honest with you. I've had a steak, two steaks in the fridge for like almost three hours. So marinating. So I'm going to do that afterwards. And then once I eat, I will put the audio up. So there's that. I want to thank everybody for being here. The chat's been great. Please help spread the word and please help bring more people here. You know, we do have topics from time to time, you know, on the retail war zone, but sometimes it's just best to just chat it up. And that's what makes these so cool. So number one, hit like on the video. Number two, print out the business card and circulate it. Number three, send me ideas. If there's somebody you want on the show, that's something I haven't done yet this year. We can have guests still. If you've got somebody, send them my way. If you have a story, if you're out there watching and you have a story to tell, we'll put you on. It'll be anonymous. All good. So, but once again, everybody, make Mad Dog feel welcome on Twitter. It took almost two years to get her there, and she finally jumped ship. So do that. Um, Iris, before I close out, do you have any last words? Just remember, nobody is indispensable and be loyal to your paycheck and nothing else. Amen, brother. Amen. So having said that, everybody, have a great evening and we will see you next week.